Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Print Design Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins. Thanks so much for stopping and checking out this show. My friends, my creative friends, welcome. So today on the show, it's a solo episode, just me talking. I know I'm spoiling you with my voice the entire episode, but I want to talk about something that is print that you may sort of have like a stereotype of, and that is direct mail. I know you've received direct mail in your in, in your like mailbox before. I know you've seen it and a lot of it has been really lame. Um, and it's going to develop the stereotype, the fast food flyers, the window washing guy down the street who just printed it out at home. You know, props to you, man. You're an entrepreneur. You got to grow your business. But today on the show, I want to give you some creative ideas on how to really enhance a direct mail project that you could be working on and make it something really special that really delivers for your customer. And it's great for you as a designer and a creative to have these, these ideas and hear about these stories um, about direct mail and, and different ways that other people are doing it in order to share those with your client to really help improve the results of their direct mail. Yes, you could do the standard postcard that's printed both sides, and it, but it, it's missing so much. You can elevate it to another level, and we're going to talk about a few different ways to do that in this episode. But just before we get cracking, head over to printdesignacademy.com right now before you continue this episode, and there is a free download for the Print Ready File Checklist. It's a super easy step-by-step checklist on how to prepare and send in to your printer print-ready files every single time. We've made it super easy for you. Get that because not only is that an awesome tool and it's free, but there's a little something, little something, something coming up around the corner here, and... If you're on that list and you have that document, you will be one of the first people to find out what that something something is. So I'm not going to shortchange myself with no intro. Let's hit that intro. Welcome to the Print Design Podcast. The show where we talk about all things print and packaging. We go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rocked their world. From file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between. So, let's talk ink on paper. All right, well, we're talking direct mail today. I'm going to go over a couple of examples that I think um, have done it really well and a couple of examples that just like fell flat. And we're going to talk about ways to improve that direct mail result. So let's first cover like the first few things that I just want you to just sort of keep in mind and think about when you're planning a direct mail project. What, what is the purpose of direct mail? The purpose is you are sending something to a targeted customer or at least a targeted area for your customer, and they are going to see this and take some sort of action, whatever that action is going to be, whatever that action is that you want them to do. However, the biggest first hurdle that you're going to run into is why would somebody pay attention to that direct mail? If it is the fifth 
postcard that they received in their mailbox that day, it's going to be lost in the bunch and just go out unless there's something unique, something special about it. And just like packaging and labels and stuff on the shelves, every like millisecond of extra attention that you you get from a consumer, the likelihood of action, the likelihood of purchase goes up. So that's the overall goal here. We're trying to get attention. So a couple of ways to do that is make it feel different. Either use a really nice paper or some kind of coating or something in print that really gets extra attention. Another way is using some or getting some like matte gloss contrast stuff. Maybe you achieve it with a foil. Maybe you achieve it with some coatings. That's another idea to just get that extra attention. Another idea could be using die cuts, you know, die cutting into a shape, not just a standard postcard, but why not like round it off? Or if it's a spitball in here, what if you are a company who is advertising nacho chips? I'm just spitballing here. Let's see where where this goes. Nacho chips, and you want everybody in America to go buy your nacho chips for the Super Bowl. You know what you should do? You should send a football-shaped direct mail to those homes, telling them, go get our nacho chips for the big game. You know, and it's die cut. It's going to get a little extra attention. It's a football. Now, going crazy here, if you could, like, make it like a pop-up football so it pops up and, like, they could huck it around the room at each other. Like, like, there you go. That's a winner. But there's a lot more engineering, <laughs> engineering and work along with that. Anyways, where I'm going with this is just really think creatively and outside the box, outside of that standard postcard size and, and feel. Like how can you enhance that to get that extra bit of attention? So real life examples here. I'm literally holding this in front of my, my face here. Um, there is a company around where I live called Chef's Plate. There's a, a number of these different like meal prep services where, you know, they deliver all the ingredients all measured and prepped out for you. And you just like throw it all in a pan, stir it up and, and follow the directions and you get an awesome meal. But, um, you know, without having to do all the prep. So starting kind of basic, this was just a standard postcard, standard size, like nothing outside the norm. However... It's taken to the next level because they actually cut out little, like on really thick paper, credit card sized, like coupons. They're essentially coupons that you can use and you can share with a friend. And they actually like credit card soft glued those to the front of this postcard. So it arrives as like a postcard, but it's got these extra attachments to it. It's got a little bit more weight to it. It instantly feels different. You can feel that there's these extra cards on top of here. And this is, it's going to stand out. People are going to pause extra and like read, oh, what are these extra cards here? So there you go. Just by doing that, adding some extra paper and soft gluing it on here, you're still using the standard postcard size. You're just attaching some extra things on the front. You are going to get extra attention from the consumer. And if you as a designer suggest this idea and you, you know, they get a great ROI from this from this idea of yours, like you're a rock star, you look like a rock star and they will never leave your side because of your idea. Just help them win. Then you can repeat that success, um, you know, and go through that, that way. So that is sort of my, my sort of starter idea 
um, on this actual example I hold in front of me to get that extra attention. Don't just print the deals on the postcard because they could have easily done that. Here's your coupon codes and here's your coupons. Um, but they didn't. They went a step further and actually attached those card-sized thick paper cutouts to the front of the postcard, making it really stand out and really seem different. So well done. That is a great idea. And, you know, you think of, you could use that for companies that do oil changes. You could do that for supermarkets. You could do that for liquor. Like, like, honestly, you could do this for any kind of customer that would be doing direct mail. You could just do a separate card and attach it to the front of a postcard. You're going to get extra attention. So that gets a thumbs up. That is like a really well done job. So now let's talk about a postcard style that just kind of went, you know, flatlined. I got another one here, Wendy's, Wendy's Baconator and what else have we got here? Whatever deals they've got on meals and stuff. This is just a standard postcard with a couple of perforations to tear off the coupons. This will get almost no attention in the mail. Unless you are a diehard Wendy's fan and you are looking for these, you can't wait until the next Wendy's coupon postcard comes out. It's just going to fall flat. It's going to end up in the recycle bin. So what could have Wendy's done? What could Wendy's have done to really enhance this, to take it to the next level? Well, hold your breath, kids, because let's get a little wild here. There are coatings out there, aqueous coatings that are scented. There's hundreds of like stocked scents that um, you can use to enhance a print project. So for example, there's like grilled meat smell. There's the smell of like barbecue. There's all those kind of smells. There's bacon smells. There's all kinds of like different um, scented coatings. Now imagine this. What if they did just this postcard with the perforated coupon, still a lame thing, but instead of just sending it out like that, they added a bacon-scented varnish, a bacon-scented coating to this direct mail. Instantly, you are going to get, like, you're going to create a ton of buzz, not only because that's bizarre and crazy and random, but you're going to get a whole bunch of extra attention because that person's going to be open their mailbox and be like, whoa, why does it smell like bacon in my mailbox? Now, side note, um, if you have a high vegan population um, in your area, maybe this isn't the greatest approach because I imagine that opening of the mailbox and the whole waft of bacon scent right away from that might not be received as well. However, saying that, that vegan person who got the waft of bacon would be like, what the hell? Why does this direct mail smell like bacon? And they'd show all their friends, even if they're showing an outrage. There's more eyeballs on that, right? See where I'm going with that? So just by doing that, then the person who loves Wendy's gets in like, oh my gosh, yes, the greatest coupons here. What? Oh my gosh, this smells like bacon. And then they're showing people and they're like, oh, this is crazy. You could probably get like some online PR from that, which makes the campaign go even further. Like there's, there's so much you could do with that where you could take that one. And it's still just a standard postcard, but just a little something extra to, to enhance it, to bring it to life a little bit, to make it interactive, to make people hold that in their hands just that little bit longer. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. Now imagine they went, took even a step further and instead of a standard postcard shape, they die cut it into the shape of a strip of bacon. 
and did the scented bacon coating. Boom. There it is. Thank you. You can send awards to, or I'll just give you my address at the end of this episode. That is what they could have done. Come on, folks. That's a great idea. Somebody, please do a bacon-scented direct mail and tell me about it. Show me about it. And if you've already done a bacon-scented direct mail, hit me up. Hit me up on Instagram. Um, That's another thing I wanted to say on this episode. If you have come across a really unique piece of direct mail or any kind of print, I want to see it. I want to know about it. Connect with us on Instagram at printdesign underscore academy and share that with us. I want to see that direct mail. Okay, so moving on here. Um, The other piece of direct mail that I'm sure you are all familiar with is the credit card offer. It arrives in an envelope with your name on it, pulled off of some random database, and it says, you're automatically guaranteed. You're guaranteed money. We've already, you're pre-approved. Sure, sure we are. Now, one that I received um, is a, it's in a black envelope from Capital One and MasterCard. And there's no name on it, no, no address. It was just an unaddressed ad mail, which is like makes it a little bit less appealing and less sexy because everybody got it. But it's in a black envelope, which already stands out in the mail because it's, it's different and it's unique. And then when you look at it, instead of having like the Capital One or MasterCard logos printed on the envelope, they are gold foil stamped. How many foil stamped envelopes have you seen? I'm going to guess... Not that many. Now, I've been in print, gosh, like 18, 18-ish years, something like that. And I have seen like a handful. I could probably count on one hand how many foil stamped envelopes I've seen. So this stands out in that. And it really, even though it's just a limited time, like credit card pre-guaranteed offer, by being in a black envelope, we know what black that color does. That's luxury. That's exclusivity with a gold foil stamp on it, this feels like a luxurious offer. You're like, oh my gosh, this is something unique. This is something special. Now you open it up and it's, it's not quite that. However, I'm going to give them massive props on the presentation. Now the only way that I would suggest on this particular one that they could have leveled up is they use just like a standard paper to make this envelope. There's nothing special about the paper or the feel of it, the thickness of it. There isn't anything there. If they used a thicker paper or something with like a little bit of texture just to to add to that luxurious feel and appearance, that would have taken this thing to the next level. Now, that's a great presentation and makes you want to open it. However, the inside contents could have sort of followed suit to feel really luxurious. Um, you know, they could have had some extra bits and extra stuff in there, or they could have had, you know, instead of that, you know, they take like a fake card and stick it down, like limited time offer. This could be your card. They could have done that. Um, they could have made it look like a black card, like something really classy, like super classy. But nonetheless, like I want to give the props because there was some effort and some thought put into this. Let's not just print a logo. Let's foil stamp our logos to make it feel really unique and really special. So Capital One, Massacre, props. That is well done. That's taking that standard um, limited time offer, pre-approved credit card concept to another level. So let's talk about one more example here um, and what we could do with it. So this last one I've got in front of me is a Lazy Boy flyer. You know, Lazy Boy furniture, those started with the chairs and now they're like on the couches, started from the bottom now, yeah. 
I received a private invitation. I don't know why, because I've never bought a Lazy Boy and I don't own one. And this wasn't even sent to my name. And in fact, now that I look at it, no, that's okay. That's the right way around. I thought it was upside down for a second there. But um, so it's an, a folded card, kind of like a greeting card that you would receive folded from the top down so you open it up. But here's my initial criticism. Right away when I'm holding this in my hand and looking at it, it's got a picture of a family on it with a nice piece of furniture. Yeah, okay, but there's nothing. It doesn't feel any different. It just feels like a standard kind of postcard paper. It's like there's nothing unique about it. There's nothing that I need to interact with in order to get into this piece to see what it's all about. There's no extra interaction or extra thought put into it. It's just a folded flyer on like a thicker paper. So that's kind of a bummer. Now, think of it this way. If you put a, or, or let, me, let, me, let me stage this a little bit first. If you are lazy boy, what are you known for? Probably like um, comfortable chairs. You're known, like what are people going to feel when they're in one of your comfortable chairs? Well, they might feel like the leather or the soft suede of the chair. You know, it's, it's got things. There's like a little lever to, to kick out the leg rest and things like that. So first level, if you did a soft touch velvet coating on this piece, it would feel kind of soft and supple and luxurious, much like I'm sure you want people to think of your furniture, right? You, if you're lazy boy, you want people to think and, and feel that your furniture is soft and luxurious. So why does this direct mail not feel like the perception you want people to have about your furniture, right? So first step, they should have put a soft touch coating on this thing, which yes, it would have cost a little bit more, but a whole lot more people would be holding it, would be touching it, would be feeling it and rubbing it um, before checking out what it actually is talking about or what it's saying. What's that going to do? Probably get a few more people in the door at your, at your new store location. Um, so, so step one, mission accomplished there. What else could we have done with this? We could have, um, instead of having just a standard like folded card, we could have die cut this thing in the shape of a lazy boy chair and uh, die cut it in such a way that when you, to open it, you're actually like kicking out the leg rest of a lazy boy. Imagine that where it was kind of tucked around the back and you pull on it and it like, boop, boop, it like pops the leg rest up for the lazy boy because uh, people and like when you hear lazy boy you immediately associate the chair with the leg rest and it leans way back why couldn't your direct mail do that right there's another idea um what else could uh, what else could you have done here with this thing you could have still done the standard postcard but created a little mini lazy boy chair like they have um I don't know if you've received these before, but I've received a few direct mails where they have like pop out things like you, you press it out of the direct mail and it like forms this little this little like truck and the truck sits on your desk with the company's branding on it or something like that. Lazy Boy could have done a pop out Lazy Boy chair for this direct mail. So I open this thing up and right inside is this die cut like pop up Lazy Boy. So I could put a, assemble a little Lazy Boy, put it up on my desk, you know, put a little Lego guy in it or something like that. Then Lazy Boy's branding is sitting there on my desk. So that's taking this direct mail to another level. Now, now I understand that yes, all of these changes on all of the things that we've talked about, all of the direct mail enhancements, 
they will cost more in print. They will cost more to produce. However, if you spend that kind of money, you will get more of a reaction. You will get more people looking and reading your offer. And if your offer is good and you get more people to read it, that means more sales. Now, another piece that I wanted to just sort of share with you guys about direct mail, if you didn't know already, consistency is very important. And by consistency, I don't mean sending one postcard to a particular address and then be like, all right, job's done. They're, it's inevitable. They're going to become a customer. No problem. You don't know that. You have to hit somebody two to three to four times with offers, with branding about the company, with great experiences with the company before that person is going to even consider making a purchase. So consistency, don't just do it once. Do it multiple times spread out over a period of time. Now, another way to think of direct mail is doing a series. So if you're going to do three different spots to the same addresses, three different mailings, make it a series. Like in this lazy boy, just thinking off the top of my head here, maybe in the first mail you say you, you send out a die cut piece. That's the top of the chair. You say, hang on to this piece. We've got something special coming your way. Then like a couple of weeks later, they get the bottom of the chair and they can kind of put it together. And that direct mail piece says, hang on, there's another piece coming your way. And there, then you kind of build this anticipation if it's clever and if it's unique enough. So consistency is also important. So to sort of wrap up this, this short, shorter episode here today, when you are creating direct mail or creating print or creating anything for your client, you want to think of a couple of things. One is how is the consumer going to interact with this? How can I improve that experience so they interact with it more? And the second is how do I align a consumer's experience with this direct mail with the brand look, the brand feel, the brand ethos of the company that we're doing this for? You want those touch points to be consistent. Now, you can also take this further and say, you know, whatever course of action you're wanting this person to take, maybe that you want them to go online and register for something or go online to look at the catalog or whatever that is, if it's online, that experience needs to be seamless and you need to make it as simple as possible for somebody to go from printed direct mail in their hand that they had a good experience with to that website, to that um, you know, landing page or whatever it is you want them to take action with. How can you get them there quickly and easily? It's likely, it's likely that their smartphone is within arm's reach whenever they're looking at your piece. So is there a QR code you can scan? I know QR codes are like, you know, some people love them. Some people are like, that's so like old school. But could that work? Could you do that in a clever way? Um, how can you instantly get somebody to your online source if that's what your goal is. So just to recap this, there are a number of different techniques, a number of different ways in print that you can really use to enhance direct mail or any kind of print, but talking direct mail specifically here, to improve the, the interaction you get from the consumer on that piece to increase the amount of people that take action on that offer, which in turn could 
increase the ROI that your customer experiences. All of those things are good. And having a great relationship with your printer, as well as really thinking creatively on how to, you know, not just do a standard postcard, but how can you do something really different and unique that is going to have that person hold that piece in their hand a little bit longer, interact with that piece, build something of that piece, scratch something off that piece. That's another great way of like doing a scratch off where someone has to interact with that piece a little bit longer. All of those things can improve your customer's ROI. And that really ultimately is the point of direct mail to find more customers, to get your offer in front of more people. So what do you think? I want to know about direct mail that you've received that you think is unique or you think is really cool um, or any ideas that you have, even if there's companies out there. I'm working on a series um, right now of, you know, how could Tesla use direct mail? What could they do? And just different large companies, how could they use direct mail and talking about creative ideas there? Um, Share some ideas. Hit us up on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way, at printdesign underscore academy. Hit us up there. Let us know direct mail that you've received and and why you thought it was unique or ideas that you have for other brands and direct mail or ideas that, you know, I didn't talk about for Lazy Boy or for, you know, a home meal kit um, or for, you know, a, a MasterCard or credit card offer. What ideas do you have? What could they have done differently that I didn't mention here, um, you know, to really stand out in in print with direct mail? Looking forward to chatting with you guys about that. And uh, thanks for tuning in here again. And if you're digging what you're hearing on the Print Design Podcast, if you're getting value out of this show, we would really appreciate it if you took just two seconds here and left a rating and a review for us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. And, um, and yeah, guys, get out there and do more print. Try more print. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.